Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this edition of the podcast, host Bill Hodges sits down with Charles Brown, Chief Executive Officer of the Paralyzed Veterans of America. Charles Brown, a paralyzed veteran himself, shares information on the many valuable services provided to our brave men and women who have developed a debilitating paralysis. The organization does a wide range of things to make life a little bit easier for those with paralytic injuries and, remarkably, some illnesses which can result in paralysis. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. We've got a great guest today, Charles Brown, president of the Paralyzed Veterans of America. I don't put very many organizations on because there's so many people out there saying we help veterans that are really just mostly helping themselves. So I try to vet them very carefully. And PVA, Paralyzed Veterans of America, is one of those organizations that I personally feel good about. Charles, how about giving us an overview of just what PVA is? Thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. PVA is a Veteran service organization founded when soldiers coming back from World War II were finding that they could live a longer quality of life. They were fighting the VA and the world for accessibility, access to care, and making sure that they were treated the same way that other soldiers returning from war were treated. We've been, like I said, been around for 75 years now. We still continue that fight. We fight for accessibility across the nation, healthcare inside the VA and outside the VA. And we also fight for uh, making sure that uh, they receive the benefits they've earned through the military service. How do you differentiate yourself from other veterans organizations? We actually fight for some of the most catastrophically injured veterans, those with spinal cord injuries, uh, those with MS, ALS, or any diseases that affect the central cord system. It leads to a more complex life and while other service organizations will fight for veterans in general, we fight for specific ones, those with dire needs to make sure they can live a quality of life that almost matches to today's complete term of life. You know, it's interesting because I live in the shadow of James A. Haley Veterans Hospital, which I'm sure you're very familiar with, and the spinal clinic there. And all the things are being done in order to get people back on their feet. It's phenomenal. It is. The PVA with the VA has worked for years through manufacturers to develop new products. We have an education and research foundations that give out grants to make sure that these new and upcoming doctors and, and therapists have different treatments. Um, and we work hand in hand with the VA through our, our site visit programs. 
and you know, through our doctors and nurses to make sure and our therapists to make sure that we have exciting technologies to uh, help improve that quality of life. You know, in the early part of your conversation, you said, and fight with the VA. But today's VA is not the VA of World War II, Korea, or, or even Vietnam. Very forward thinking and uh, talking with the doctors there at the spinal clinic. Uh, the things they're doing are really phenomenal. They are. And that's where the accessibility starts at is with that administration, especially in the spinal cord centers and clinics across the nation, those doctors and nurses fight with us to make sure that they get the right equipment, the right medication, and make sure that their veterans, their, their patients are treated with the dignity they deserve. You know, this is a nonprofit organization, is that correct? That is correct, sir. We are a nonprofit veteran service organization. Uh, of the dollars that are donated to your organization, what actually goes directly to veteran programs. You want to know percentages or do you want to oh, know? Roughly in, in any direction. I'll, I'll say right now that we're working our best to get over the 70%, 75% mark. Um, we'd like to get it higher and higher. And we're working different fundraising programs so that we don't have to spend as much money trying to make a dollar. Because I know everything that we put forward into programs actually helps another veteran improve their quality of life. And we're doing what we can every day to expand our programs. Something exciting just happened at our seventy our seventy sixth convention. We expanded our uh, membership data, our membership base to include all veterans with MS. Oh. So if you're, if you're a veteran out there with MS, there is no longer the bigger hurdle of proving a lot of stuff because we know today's technology is expanding, and we can prove now that the majority, if not all, MS veterans have lesions on their spine, and they need PVA to be out there and fight for them. And we're here to fight for them to get the quality of care and benefits they've earned. If you're in the military and you've been diagnosed with MS, if you're out of the military and you've been diagnosed with MS, PVA is here for you. Parkinson's also is one of those things now that they're looking at and have approved in many instances. We're looking at making sure that we provide the proper care for veterans that meet the desires and needs that, that we can do. And while we're looking every day, like ALS, we know that that's a catastrophic disability that once diagnosed, oh. it, could be, it could be it could be a few years or it could be just weeks. So we're, we help the VA do fast tracking on their benefits. We're fast tracking membership also so they can be part of PVA and have the same support that everybody else. We're looking every day to making sure that we provide the services and benefits for those catastrophically disabled veterans talking with the Spinal Cord Clinic at James A. Haley, they were telling me about the palliative care for ALS victims. And I say victims because this is a nasty disease. Yes, sir. And I didn't realize y'all were part of that. Yes, sir. PVA is there because we know how bad it is. Those of us with spinal cord injury, you know, we've, through our treatments and through our research, have gotten better. We're putting more money into other programs as well to try and find ways to improve that care. We still haven't found a cure for spinal cord injury, but we're not stopping. We're not stopping for a cure for MS and we're not stopping for a cure for ALS or any of those that affect the central cord system. I, I wear braces on my legs due to a spinal cord injury uh, that I got a lot of years ago, got in a fight with the B-52 and I lost. You say those of us, are you also uh, one of the people 
with spinal cord injury? I am, sir. I was uh, injured in a diving injury um, while I was serving in the Marine Corps. I was trying to do a racing dive off the edge of the pool properly and uh, just made an incorrect dive and hit the bottom of the pool. Oh, ouch. Crushed cervical five and split cervical six. It was instant uh, paralysis. Uh, That was in June 11th, 1986. And uh, ever since then, I've been a member of... uh, the Paralyzed Society, and uh, became a member of PVA just a few few weeks after while laying in the hospital bed in Augusta, Georgia. If people feel that they should help and get your services, how do they apply for PVA membership or PVA assistance? Please go to pva.org, pva.org. A lot of the information is there. You, you can uh, find our membership application there. If you're at a VA, you can ask for the spinal cord services or a national service officer from PVA. We have contact numbers across the nation. I would ask for you to do basically go on to pva.org. Oh, that's the best way to get a hold of us because all our numbers are online. All our contact information is there. If you're not a veteran and you want to help PVA, go to pva.org and look up for Action Force. Join our action force. It'll help us getting a lot of things passed and corrected across this nation. You know, that's the important thing. A lot of people don't realize there are only 7% of the American population living today served in uniform. And of that, 63% are over 65 or 65 or older. That makes us almost a vanishing breed. So we can't do it by ourselves. We need people who maybe didn't serve to step up now and serve, correct? That is correct. We need everybody across this nation that, to come with us and help us improve the quality of life for our service members. And through PVA's programs, we've actually helped advocate for accessibility, not just for the veterans, but also for the general population and around the world. Let's talk about the programs you offer. What are some of the things that PVA offers to members who come in say, I need help. First membership thing we come forward is your benefits. If you're a veteran, you need help, we'll get you your benefits that you've earned, richly earned through your service. Number two, we help fight for the healthcare that you need, making sure that you get the accessible healthcare across the nation. Number three, we offer the ability to get a job if you want to. We have a job support program. Number four, we offer sports or different accessibility programs. We also offer virtual programs if you can't get out of there's something that prevents you from leaving your home. And most, if not all, I, we have an architecture program that helps you make, help you to help your house become accessible. We also work with businesses to make sure that they become accessible. We fight every day to make sure that uh, large venues are accessible, like sporting venues, like domes or ballparks. We have the advocacy program where we work with the Congress, uh, Senate, and even the cities and states to make sure that proper programs that things are put in place to make sure our members and and those with disabilities are treated with dignity and respect. Our medical services team, they go through the VA's spinal cord centers to make sure that the VA follows rules and protocols. There's a whole lot that we do that, I mean, let's be honest, PVA came into my life as a 20-year-old veteran, Marine, freshly injured. I was a kid. and I I thought I'd go back to the military, but PVA has been there from that moment forward they'll be there with me to my final breath. We are here to help you throughout your whole quality of life. You know, each of those things you mentioned brings up questions unto itself. 
You will help people file, correct? Yes. If you think you have a military disability, then you'll help them file. And, and I want to be really clear because I keep hearing from people. In fact, this morning, I heard someone say to me, well, you know, I've got good insurance. I make pretty good money. Uh, I don't know if I want to file because I may take something from another veteran. You don't take anything from anybody by filing, correct? We do not take anything from anybody. Those are the benefits that you've earned through your military service. You've earned those. You should be receiving those. You do not take anything from another veteran. You're only shortchanging yourself because if something happens later on and you don't have that job, you don't have that money, if you haven't filed, you haven't been there, you're going to be the one that's hurting. We can help you then, but I'd rather help you now before you get in that position. I just had a vet. I'm not officially a, a veteran service officer by any means, uh, but I get a lot of phone calls because people think I should know something. And I just got a call from a fellow who actually several years ago, I had encouraged to go to the VA. And he told me, no, I got good insurance. I've got this. I've got that. I don't need it. I don't want to take anything away. Tried to convince him. He did get put in the hospital. His insurance ran out. And as soon as it ran out, they sent him home. And now I've got him set up to go to the VA and get get help. But people, <laughs> and I'm sure you'll agree with me, don't wait. If you think you've got it, do it now. Please don't wait. You need to file with the VA. They need to know that you're there and need help. You may not want it right now. You may not need it right now, quote unquote, but you do. File for it. Make sure that you're in the system. Make sure that if something happens and you go to a hospital and your insurance will kick you out when you're not. When you're exactly. Dying, the VA will be there to help you. We're here to help you. We're here to make sure the VA is there to help you. You know, something else you mentioned, it, it, it seems like such a small thing, but being sure that things are accessible. I remember years ago when they started talking about putting in curb cuts and doing different things. And I'm thinking, oh, come on, a three inch curb, no big deal. Until now, when I walk up to a curb and I look at it, which I did this morning, it was rather high. It was like a five-inch curb. And that might as well have been a wall 30 feet high. I had to kind of walk around to get to a place that I could actually get up on the sidewalk and get in the building. You are correct, though. Accessibility is a huge factor in the lives of our veterans and those across the community. Like I said, the veterans returning home knew this. They fought for moment one to start making this world accessible especially getting into their homes, especially getting into the businesses, living the normal life of everyone else. Yeah, you say the three, the five-inch curb was for you as the wall. Believe it or not, when I was first hurt, a one-inch curb, even a <laughs> one-inch jump. I believe it. was almost impossible. It took me six to eight months of training to make that easier. So think about the mother with the stroller. She's walking with her child. If you see the old movies, you see them stop, turn around, and slowly carry the buggy off the curb. Right. Today, they don't have to. Today, they can continue walking a gentle and normal life. Because well, not, even the, not even the paralyzed people benefit. Correct. You know, as we grow older, many of us, just that extra step can be a dam, a, a wall. 
So that service that you offer and advocate for, to me, is, you know, it might be a little thing, but it's a powerful thing. Let's talk about how, if somebody wants to be a member, is there a fee to join your organization? No. And people ask me this question quite a bit. Why does PBA offer our membership for free? Because you've already paid the ultimate sacrifice. You've served this nation with your injury or disability or disease. You've already paid your dues. We have generous donors and sponsors that are still working with us to make sure that you don't have to pay dues. Is there something online if I wanted to donate to your organization? Yes, sir. PVA.org. Go to there, sir, and you can find any information you want on how to donate and how to join PVA. My guest has been Charles Brown, president of the Paralyzed Veterans of America. You've done a great job answering my questions, but surely maybe there's one or two things I got about a minute left that you might want to add or, or emphasize maybe. If it wasn't for PBA, I would have been dead a long time ago. They've been by my side from my initial injury till now. We are here to help any veteran out there that needs assistance. Ladies and gentlemen, again, this has been Charles Brown, president of the Paralyzed Veterans of America. Thank you for everything you and your organization do. For those of us that have an impairment, you make a huge difference. And even for those, as you point out, that maybe just want to take a stroller down a sidewalk, make a difference. So thank you for being with us. I'm Bill Hodges. This is Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll catch you on the next Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.